Hi again, everybody. It's me, JR Mann. Welcome to your Life's Work podcast. We are on day 20 of the big social media fast. I'm off the twits, the insta, and the face. And I'm intentionally reaching out for 40 days every single day on the big podcast, uh, bringing you a person that I love and that has touched me deeply. And it's all about intentional movement because the social has screwed us in 2019. And that's all there is to it. It's backed us up against the wall. Not only does it fry our kids away from what life is, but it fries you and I in our priorities and what is meaningful and deep and connection between us. So lose the social. Today, Eric Perkins, Perk, as everybody calls him, in Minneapolis, Minnesota. He works for the NBC there in Minneapolis, Care 11. He's their sportscaster. Freaking dream job for a guy like him who loves sports. He is unbelievably talented, energy abound, and I love him to death, and I've known him for 20-plus years. Dear friend that I've traveled the country with, and uh, God, I can't say enough about it. Here is Perk. Hello? <laughs> Dude. Dude. What, what what's are you up? Do- what's up? What are you doing? What what's going on? I'm uh I'm coming in hot. I, I this is it, this is it's uh you know, I'm driving to work, running about uh, twenty minutes late. That's nothing new, right? I mean, generally you're a late guy, don't you? You're fashionably late with every what everything you do, right? Isn't that how it goes? It's not even. It's not even wanting to be fashionable. I'm just a hot mess. It's, it's, I just. I cannot get it locked down, man. I to, even when I try, even when I try, like like legitimately make strides. I'm gonna leave. I'm gonna leave like ten minutes early today, just because. Like, and and then even if I have that buffer, I'll still be on time. No. Do no. you? What it is? Or do you have a hard time just accepting it? Or I mean, like, because if that, I mean, that that might be a thing, right? I just, I just, you know what, in my wife, here's, here's the thing, it's like, same with remembering names, right? Okay, and like, and my wife says, it's because I don't, well, like, you, you don't, and she's got a steel trap memory, like, she remembers and, and I think it's the same thing, it comes from the same spot, it's just like, she says, because I don't care, and I'm wondering, like, oh, oh, <laughs> oh. I thought it was because I just don't focus. No, she, but she says it's because I don't care. And then I'm like thinking, well, maybe that's it. Maybe, maybe the reason I'm running late is because like, eh, we'll get there when I get there. Well, well, wait a minute. I mean, let's let's cut this. Well, okay, real quick before we cut that open, because I'm I'm super interested in this. Tell everybody who the hell you are. <laughs> <laughs> well, first of all, I'm who I am is I'm honored to be on on this podcast because okay. I'm. Like and this sounds like I'm blowing smoke, and and Lord knows you don't need smoke blown. <laughs> but I I listen a lot. You're like my go-to now in the car. It's glorious, right. and and I just, I love your stuff, man. And I and I love this path you've you've taken and this this kind of life you've carved out, man. And and it's just you're inspiring to listen to. And I'm not. And again, I'm not. I'm not being a blowhard. I, I just I think that I think that what you're doing is awesome. It's positive. It's uplifting, and it's making a difference, even ever so slight or ever so big. It doesn't. It, 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 the fact is, you're going in the right direction. 
Well, I do. That's, okay. That's, with that said, yeah, go ahead. With that, I'm, I'm, so I'm, I'm Perk, but they, I mean, that's what they call me, but I'm Eric Perkins, right? Um, and, and, uh, I don't know who I am is, is uh, I'm, I think I'm your age, dude. I don't want to like totally throw that out there because I know how freaking old you are, but I, I think, I think we're the same age. I, and I'm, uh, like you also, I'm a father of three Damn. and, uh, I have an angel of a wife. Yeah. I mean, so in that, in that sense, we live like very parallel lives. Yes. Yes. And you, and you also happen to be like the best sportscaster in Minneapolis. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I would, I, I, we can say that safely now that the guy who's just been here for 50 years retired this past week. <laughs> Good old Rosie, baby. Dude, that's a, that's oh a hard blow to the Minneapolis market. Cause that guy was kind of a little gem there, wasn't he? Think about that. Think about being in the same job for 50 years. No, I can't. I can't. It's way, like he st- what did he start when he was 10? Like what, what was he? Like, he no, he started. Dude, he started when he was 17. Yeah, that's incredible. That's inc- for, 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 for people just catching up. So Mark Rosen worked at the CBS in Minneapolis. He's a sportscaster. He was literally there formatively when the television station was there. And now he just retired. And how old is he? He's like 100? How old is the guy? <laughs> yeah. Well, the thing is, we have, he, and it pales in comparison to Sid Hartman, who is the iconic sports writer of, of this city, who has been, I, I, dude, I think he's, like, pushing 100, and I'm not lying. That's, I, like, I, that's like... I almost said Sid Hartman's still alive. Like, Sid, how is... In, in, in he, I, you had an Instagram not too long ago where you were, like, sitting next to him, and I thought to myself, oh, oh my gosh, like, that guy's still dishing it out. Like, that's incredible. Yeah. I mean, that, and that guy's, you know, literally, I think, 98, and I'm not, and it's just, it's just ridiculous. It's just, it's an interesting market like that. Like this, this television market this, where I've landed is kind of like people get ingrained. And like, they told me that they told me, uh, they told me that, yeah, Hey, be careful. You'll, you'll get locked in there, man. Uh, you'll, and then sure enough, because this was supposed to be just like another stepping stone on the way up. Right. Or, mm-hmm. or on the way to whatever. Right. And this was, this was on the journey, but not the destination. Yeah. And by the way, I call. I, I like. I brought that up the other day. The the, de- the whole destination thing. And yeah. I, I want to get back to that. But like, like you you taught me like that, that you have to have an endpoint. And 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 I don't know if you still roll with that advice. But like, and I don't know how deep it goes. But like, I'd always go into these stories that I do, just a hot mess, all over the map. I got all these ideas. Blah blah blah. blah let's do this. Let's do this. And then they're like, well, where are we going? Yeah. Like you called me out one day and I was just like, well, I, I don't know. I just I'll make it up as we go. Like it'll, it'll happen organically. <laughs> and then you're like, wait, well, no, no, you know, you get an end point and then you go from there. <laughs> uh, I can't even do your voice, but like, and, and like, and, <laughs> and from that point on, it was like, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. I have like, it's almost like having a goal, right? Like having something to attain to something, something to aspire to, to reach. To. And so I was like, okay. So then I started to like come up with the ending of the stories first. And then, like, then, like, the middle was was organic, but ultimately I was getting to the end, and it was far more efficient process and far, far, and far better of a product. Yeah. Anyway, that, that, anyway, so this, back to my original point, this was not supposed to be the destination, but, my God, uh, met the girl of my dreams, and that's, that's 
100% genuine. I adore this woman, and I still do. Yeah, she's and uh, then we had we had a, a kid, and then we had another kid, and another kid, and then they kept promoting me and promoting me and giving me more opportunities, giving me creative latitude, and that's kind of where we're at. Yeah, and how long have you... So you're at CARE 11, Minneapolis, the NBC affiliate out of Minneapolis. How many years have you been there? Uh, so I got here in... I got here in '97. Holy crap! I, re- I know. I remember right. your first what? day. I re- honest to God, I remember your first day. I remember it. <laughs> it was, it, it was a long time ago. Dude, I'll say that. It, I mean, it's incredible. We were just long. in such different places. It's just amazing, yeah. like yeah, how far we've come, or maybe in some cases, how far we haven't come. Yeah. You know, in my case, maybe I I think, I think. Yeah. Well, that's, I mean, you bring that up. Like, do you, so like, again, like I just want to worm in there real quick. Like, so you, like what you do is super great. Do you not think you're enough with that? Or, or, I mean, because what you do is incredible. I think I, thanks. Thanks. I think that I'm, uh, I've been given gifts. I think that I'm, I'm smart. And I know how to use them and I'm all sorts of creative and I've, uh, again, been given great opportunities to use those and to stretch with those. And, and yes, I think I'm really good at what I do. Um, with that said, and this sounds, this, this goes, this is going to get into a whole (laughs) spiritual direction therapy sessions, what it got, but, but like, I don't, I'm not going to use this podcast for something that like, I probably actually need to call you on offline, right? But um, I'm, I'll say this. You do something long enough, and you it, it becomes rote, and you get in a rut, rote rut, and, um, and, and you, you have to challenge yourself and find ways to reinvent yourself look at things in a different way, evolve, uh, grow, um, and, 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 and help other people grow and all that stuff. And, and so I, I think I've done that and I get in those ruts and I, I find my way out, but like, it used to be like once every couple of years, then start being once every year. And now it's like, dude, I'm in a, <laughs> I hope my bosses aren't listening to this, but like, it's like, just know that I'm pushing myself to get out of it. But like, I'm in a rut every few months, man. It's just like, Oh my God, I'm still doing this. Yeah. What am I doing? Yeah. And, and the good thing is the game has changed so much. Like this, this business broadcasting business, the way people consume content has changed so much that it's sort of like the wild west again. I mean, and, and so much of it is the same, but so much of it is, is wide open also. And so I think that has kind of kept me going. Well, I think, uh, you know, to, to talk about endpoints again, like another thing that I kind of live by is like, it, like just being conscious of the present. And, 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 and this is why I bring this up. So I, you know, I watch uh, before the big social media fast and I was like really intentionally moving into like making phone calls and, and really saying hello to people. I, I was watching your live Instagram stuff. Like when you go into the studio and you do that, like if you don't follow Eric Perkins uh, uh, on Instagram, you're what are you at Eric Perkins on Instagram? What's no, your... it's it's at at Perk at Play. Okay, at Perk at Play on Instagram, and you'll love it. So he does this live thing where he goes in, and you do this what every every night, right? This is a regular thing. 
Yeah, I mean, it, usually, unless yeah. less breaking stuff's happening on them, yeah. then I, I, so, I have to address so other things. My whole thing about the consciousness in the present is this, is like, it seems to me, when we're talking about the Wild West thing again, it seems to me that you really enjoy doing that live stuff, like, and just just going for it and being really truly who you are on that platform. Is that a fair, is that a fair thing to say? I, I enjoy live much better. Yes. I, I, uh, I thrive in it. I, I, I'm, it tickles my fancy. I think there's times when you're, when, when I'm really grooving with it, live shots, live television, um, where it almost seems out of body and, and I, whether it's divine or, 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 or what I, it's, there's times where I'm so in a groove where it's almost like not even me. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know how to say it. Like it's, it's like the same with being on stage and like crushing it as an MC or crushing it as a speaker. And like, all of a sudden you're like, wow, I was on fire up there. Yeah. And like, and, and I, cause I do a lot of, I've, I've been doing a lot of public speak speaking and, and that enthralls me. And, and that is, is something I, that could be part of the next chapter. And, and, uh, I, I, I think that there's times where it's so grooving and vibrant and, and alive that it's, it's, it's almost magical, you know? And I, and I think that, uh, yeah, that's a, that's a good thing. And that's a good thing to tap into and to keep my, you know, juices flowing in this business for yeah, sure. I, would, I mean, there's it, a lot of other things too. I mean, like, right. I mean, it's like also incredibly driven by, you know, from my family also. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's a huge part of what I'm doing. And I, and I would say, you know, that's where the consciousness needs to stay. Instead of thinking, you know, instead of thinking there's a rut cycle, I would think that mm-hmm. I would think that there is a, a great consciousness cycle in the speaking, the live performance, the 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 ability to do like that. That's where I would go because people don't flip the script enough. We don't. We tend to look at the things we don't have without flipping that script and go. There's another side to this. There's another consciousness to it. There's another awareness to it. And uh, I just. I mean, that's the way I encourage people. It's like. F, F thinking there's a, a, a rut cycle. There's a real vibrancy and mm-hmm. cycle when you're, when you're out there kicking ass at a speaking gig. Like, that's great. Thanks. I, I, um, I also have been fascinated. Like, you had one podcast earlier um, about ego. <laughs> and it was, just, it, was, it was it just spoke to me. And I, I, uh, I loved it. I absolutely loved it. And I, you also had another one. Um, about about having to go 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 and like feed it feed it feed it feed the machine feed the machine and, and it was like you know oh my gosh it was just like you were on fire with that one too but anyway I I think this this the business I'm in and and I guess the position of the business that I'm in right um, is so ego driven and and those that say it's not are are, are just lying yeah because like smoking I don't crap. know anybody in this in this business, especially on air that doesn't have a raging insatiable ego. Right. I mean, you know, I think there's ways to, you know, have touchstones and come back down to earth and have, you know, and not let it get to get you too big. Uh, but I, but I also think that it's a, it's a struggle to not buy into the hype and not think that we're more than we are and, and all that stuff. I, I, I think that that, has been part of my current and 
recent struggle is because you know it's it's hard when you go I, and this is you're probably getting way deeper than I probably should, but like I I go out anywhere and I'm 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 not Eric Perkins I'm I'm Perk right yeah. and it's just it I don't even know how to describe it it's and it after a while even if you don't believe that you're that big of a deal it's just it's hard to work through that sometimes yeah. that like oh my god okay just okay stop staring or what you know I don't even know how to that's that's and I don't even know what the what the what the big struggle is there it's it's just that sometimes you know at at home it's like oh okay yeah I get it. <laughs> it's good I get thank thank God I have that that grounding but after a while, it's just—it's it, a weird business. It's—it's it's really unhealthy in a lot of ways, like that. Well, I think it also—it's counter to how the spirit vibes or how the soul flows. It's just counter to that because it—the—the the amount of focus on the individual in our society right now leaves us autonomous, not only to one another, but also to the sense of the divine. So a lot of times we're out there fishing by ourselves in a dry lake bed thinking that we're going to catch something. And it's just so insidious and insane. Now, I'm not saying, because I, I know people right now will be hitting me going, oh, what do you think? The business is evil? No, it's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that with your checks and balances on what fame is or isn't or what the business is or isn't, that, that's healthy. Like to really check the box and go, when I'm home and, you know, I'm dealing with my kids' homework, like this is really the flow of life at the end of the day. Like that's the healthy way to interpret versus the other way around. When I was, uh, when I was an EP in Cleveland, and Cleveland was mm-hmm. a weird market, it was like I could go out to a restaurant and somebody at the restaurant would find out I worked, you know, at the NBC and I ran a show and they would be like, your meal's free. And I'd be like, no, it's not. <laughs> just just because I'm working at the NBC doesn't doesn't mean free food. But you're, you're right. When you're approached with that kind of energy, how does a human being not embrace, suck it up and take it in? Like it does take you know, some strength, some, some, some self-understanding, some honest truth about you to kind of deflect that shit without it killing you. Mm-hmm. Well, then it gets twisted too. Cause then it's like, all right, what's this person's motivation? Uh, and then, or, or, or you know, do, do they like me? Do they not like me? Is it what, like, how's this going to come off? And, and, and I, you know, and, and there's such this, uh, and there's so much snark and so much vitriol, on on the social stuff (laughs) but like i learned a long time ago to really have a thick skin in this business and not not to give two craps about what somebody says and it was completely liberating when i finally like really grasped that and and actually started practicing it but i I, you you can never like fully uh, friendships are tough sometimes in this business. Yeah, absolutely. And I don't know. I don't. They they just are because what? 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 Where's? Should I trust this person? What are they? What's? What's their motive? What, I don't know. I don't know. There's a. There's that's the psychosis of it all. But like yeah. I, what I what I've been fascinated with is this whole like oh I gotta get I gotta get the Instagram followers. You follow me. Blah blah blah. I gotta do this. I gotta do. This. And we're feeding Snapchat. And we're feeding Instagram. And we're feeding Facebook. And we're feeding. Twitter and 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 the website and uh, you know the digital 
digital platforms and, and the, the television stuff. And, and we're, it's just all these boxes that we have to check now. And it's, ex, it's an exhausting, it's an exhausting effort. And, and especially, you know, uh, you know, not letting it seep into home stuff. Right. And, and, and really, really making concerted efforts to disconnect and try to be present at home because my, look, my schedule's idiotic. That's the other part of this business. Yeah. Well, my tell everybody, tell everybody, tell everybody about your schedule. Go. Well, I, did, I, you know, I, I, I used to be doing morning radio also, which was, which was, <laughs> just what? but now, no, now I, it's, it's Monday through Friday and it's, it, you know, it's going in at two and it's, and it's getting home around, you know, close to midnight. And, and that's, that's every day. And then, and then during football season, I travel with the Vikings. So, I mean, there's a lot of on the road stuff. I'm going to spring training for a week next month, you know, stuff like that, where it's just like, there's a lot of pull and, and a lot of demands and I'm compensated fine, JR. You know, that's not, that's not the issue. It's just at, at some point, like you start having to race home you know, to pick up your kid from soccer or, or, or do or, or help on homework or, or slam down dinner with the fam. And it's just, and then you race back and it's like, and then, it, but, it, but if you don't race home on your dinner break, then guess what? You see them on the, getting them on the bus and then you don't see them until the next morning, getting them on the bus. Right. I mean, I know, I know, look, I know, I know it's a grind out there and everybody's got challenges and a whole life work balance. And I get all that, right? I'm not, this isn't like, wah, wah, I'm not, Look, this is not exclusive to me. I get it. But I'm just saying, after a long grind, and you talk 22 years in this business, and you work, you know, you work nights all every, every, it's exhausting. Yeah. And it's, and it's, and it's strenuous and, and it's beyond strenuous at home. But like, you, you know, you, you, again, we're married to angels, JR. <laughs> no shit. Dude, listen, don't I know it? Like, I mean, come on, 13 years ago, I was like, hey, let's adopt three kids all at once. <laughs> you figure it out. <laughs> I mean, that's, you know, yeah. Yeah, well, I get it, dude. I mean, I I totally get it. And um, I mean, yeah, again, we could offline this, uh, uh, we could offline this for an hour very, very quickly. No, and, and we need to, and we need to. And I, and I, I was going to a few months ago, but then, you know, life got in the way and I got scrambled again. And I'm, I like, here's my new year's resolution this year. Yeah. <laughs> this is, but, and this, this just, and this speaks to my raging ADD, which serves me really well in my job, but like is, it, it, it is part of why I'm a hot mess. Okay. My new year's resolution this year was to look people in the eyes and try <laughs> Like and try to be more intentional with connecting. So I, so you're this whole reaching out thing that you're doing is speaking to me in a large way, and I and, I, and so I'm I'm thrilled to be talking with you and catching up with you, albeit in podcast form. But I'd love to uh, connect the dots some some other avenue yeah, down we, the road, and and, and, yeah. and we will, and we and listen, let's and I, I think that's great. I mean, it turns out this is what I do for a living. So, okay, so before we wrap, because we're twenty two minutes into this, and and dude, all all right, I love your heart. I always loved your energy, dude. You like you you constantly are are churning in my heart day to day. I mean, that's how it goes. But before we go, I you gotta tell one of my favorite stories. You probably know what I'm gonna ask. I want to hear the junk story 
your dad's junk story. This is one of my favorite stories. This is one of my number one top 10 television stories. Can, Can you tell the junk story? Well, I well, it's was it uh, so we were in Hong Kong. Well, right? you got it. You got to set. You, yeah, set set everybody up with who your dad is because this is a big deal. Okay, so my dad is his name is Jack Perkins. He was an NBC news correspondent uh, for nightly news, Today Show, a bunch of things um, for close to thirty years. Uh, he was, you know, my brother was born in DC because that's where he was then. I was born in Hong Kong because at the time he was covering Vietnam and, and eventually he settled down in Burbank out in Los Angeles, which is where, you know, we spent our entire lives. Um, with that said, uh, he, he was on the road a lot. And, and, uh, and I think the time that he was in Hong Kong about the time I was born, um, can you tell it? Because like, it's so, I've heard so many versions of it. Which which version have you heard? It, I, and I've it, heard and the you version. You know what a Chinese junk is? Do you yeah. know what a Chinese junk is? Yeah. It's not your junk. It's like it's a it's a, boat, a right? it's a boat. It, Chinese junk is a boat. Right. So he was he was trying to get his junk, like his stuff, right? Well, NBC says NBC says, "Hey, we want you back from Hong Kong, so move back to the states." And he's and he's telling somebody at NBC, "Hey, I, I've got to move my junk back." And they're thinking junk is like a bunch of boxes and stuff, <laughs> right? Isn't that that's the story? Yeah, no, they're thinking. Yeah, no, they're thinking that they, it was an actual junk, like a Chinese junk, like a ship, <laughs> like like a huge large ship. Yes. Yeah. So do they yeah, end so they up go, they, do, do they end up moving the junk back from Hong Kong? No, they started they start going down to the Port Authority and through the you know, I think I think that's the story. I don't know. I again it's it's he's got he's got so many stories. Yeah, he's he's uh either man, way either way he tried to get NBC to move a boat back from Hong Kong. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That all in and, itself is uh, and, I mean, that's so great. And was was on the verge of succeeding. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, that says a lot about your dad, which makes me want to ask questions about you. Like, did he use the junk as a way of kind of breaking away from the everyday life? Because the, the thing in Hong Kong must have been, because he was there covering Vietnam at the time, right? Yeah, yeah. He was in Saigon, and, and uh, obviously he kept us out of harm's way, so... We lived in Hong Kong, which at the time was a British crown colony. And I think when I was 18, I had to decide if I was going to be an American citizen or a British citizen. Dude, that's um, so was great. Odd. Was that a hard decision? Uh, yeah. <laughs> was, it a hard, was it a hard decision? Should I be British? Should it I be not, American? It was, uh, it was not. Who was the not hell? I mean, think about that. Who the hell has that sentence in story? Yeah, when I was 18, I had to, be, I had to decide whether or not I was going to be a Brit. Or American. <laughs> yeah, it was a weird. I mean, it was it was it was interesting. It was an interesting kind of upbringing. I mean, I was sort of a studio rat. You know, I was I was immersed in television for a long time. I'd I'd go visit him and uh, at the at the studios in Burbank and see Johnny Carson driving around on his golf cart. I mean, stuff like that. Where it's just like, what? 
Yeah, walking the, by the Hollywood Square set, and just like I'm going to see my dad. I was weird. I was on the uh, I was on the NBC. I have friends that are working on the NBC a lot right now, and uh, I you know people who don't get it, like especially if you watch Carson and you and you can speak to this, that Johnny Carson set, that original set on the NBC lot, dinky little space. Like people don't get like. Because people, you know, you generally think it's huge, but that, I mean, suffice it to say, so when you're growing up like that, I mean, is it terrific and wonderful? Is there just what you, it's just what you did? No, it's terrific and wonderful. And it's, it's jaw dropping and it's, it's, it's magical. And it's, I, you know, I, I, it, it brought me into the business because I was so enamored by it. And, and, but that was one of the good parts about it is I kind of knew early on what I wanted to do and how I wanted to do it. But, um, it was it it's got it's taken a lot of different fun turns and no doubt i mean it's it's a fantastic job for somebody with add it's it's like i'm, I'm constantly out and about i'm meeting i'm meeting different people i'm getting out and, and, I, and i'm getting myself out there and, and it's uh, you know there's so much creativity involved and, and it's fun and it's a great sports market too yeah. i mean for, for the baseline of of what i do um it's, it's got all the major sports teams nba nhl major league nfl WNBA, MLS, Division One college. I mean, it's got everything. So it's just like, from that perspective, I mean, people think I have a dream job because it's just like, all I do is go, you know, interview big-time athletes and go to sports games for free and sit in the first row. And, and just, it, it is what it is. After a while, it, it is just another job. It, it, and, and you know that. It's just like, it's just... <laughs> I remember, I'll, I'll, I'll tell everybody, I'll tell everybody a story about you and I, I think it was you and I, I'm almost positive it was you and I, we went uh, to shoot the Timberwolves, the NBA basketball team in Minneapolis, and um, what the hell was the guy's, the, the, the guy that was on the Celtics that, that, that coached at the time? What was that guy's name? Kevin McHale. Yeah, so Kevin, well, that was me and you, right? Was that me and you when Kevin McHale walked in and I turned to you and I went, holy shit, that's Kevin McHale. And you were like, yeah, dude, it's professional basketball. <laughs> I was I was like, I mean, I worshipped Bird and McHale as kids and then, and, and I had, I don't, you know me, like, it's not that I don't pay attention. I just, I guess I just don't pay attention. <laughs> I can remember you looking at me like, yeah, it's, NBA basketball. I mean, what do you, what do you, what do you think? What do you think? I thought you were going to talk about the time we went to New Jersey and did a story on Stephon Marbury. Oh my gosh, we did. We went to Jersey instead. What's, what is your best memory of the New York trip to, to, uh, to do that? Well, I think there was like, I have, I still have this eerie picture of you standing in front of the the Twin Towers, which is just kind of like, whoa, like heavy, right? But then, no, I, 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 I don't even. This might put you in a weird light, but like, well, we all know you're weird anyway. But okay, so um, like we're walking down the street in I don't know if it was it was somewhere in Manhattan, and um, and you like you like just wanted to like, I think part of it is why you made, you wanted to make me laugh, you wanted to make yourself laugh, and you want you wanted to like just mess with other people. Right. And just try to like, you know, toying with human emotion. Yeah. <laughs> so your, your, your bit, it was a bit, it was like a comedy bit, but you were like, Hey, watch this. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to walk down the street and pretend I'm a crazy person talking to myself. <laughs> and then you're like, <laughs> and then you're like, and you said, my, my phrase was pick it and go. 
That's what I'm going to say. I'm going to just talk to myself. Whenever I walk by somebody, I'm going to say, pick it and go, pick it and go. And then, so you start walking down, like, like walking down the sidewalk, and it's crowded, dude. And there's a lot of people. And you just start going into this crazy man mode where you're, like, talking to yourself and looking down and looking all around. And, then, and you're like, but if you hear somebody, you're like, pick it and go, pick it and go. And, people, and I was, like, standing, like, I was, you probably don't even remember this. I was standing, like, 20 yards behind you walking also. And like, and my bit was to like look at everybody's reaction, and it was just, oh my god, that was like the funniest five minutes of my life. Actually, that was, oh. I uh, I can't disavow that story because because uh, I hate to say it, I've probably done that same thing in you know forty other cities in the country. <laughs> And uh, and I'm sure uh, it was with uh, it was television it was with television people. But I, I I also would like to tell you that I I just did that the other day with the kids uh, in Albertsons. <laughs> so I, I walked down oh aisle my God. I walked down aisle five, man, and I'm always like uh, out loud. Oh, I wonder what I would like today. And the kids are like five feet behind me, going, "Stop it, Dad! Stop it! Stop it!" Oh, my, my favorite is like my my favorite is singing in awkward places, like and just belting out in song, like not like full on, not like full on, but like but definitely loud enough to make them squirm and make other yeah. people look and oh, make yeah. them, dad, yeah, dad. We're like you know waiting for the wait, waiting waiting in line for the you know we're in the lobby at the dentist's office and I just start doing. you know start singing Post Malone really loud or something like that. Like, Come on, dad. Yeah. Oh my God. It's just, no, that, embarrassing your kids is awesome. No, there's nothing like being fully alive when you're embarrassing your kids. Like I, dude, it's like energy shooting out of my core into the world when I'm embarrassing my children. It makes me feel so good. It's better than booze and dope. It's the <laughs> it's the best rush ever to watch their faces just like sink. My middle kid, my middle kid, he's the only one that like looks at me like and just like vibes on the energy and like hopes to god i do it but boy my oldest and my youngest oh my gosh they run away run mortified away. yeah all yeah. right listen it's 30 minutes you are officially 43 minutes late to care 11 studios uh and i'm glad that i could wait wait what time is your end time there two o'clock yeah i'll just say i was on assignment <laughs> I, for the record, would like to challenge your wife. I don't think it's because you don't care. I don't think it is. I've got another theory on that. So you can tell her that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we'll get into that on the offline session. Yeah, okay. And and trust me, that's that's happening within... Let's let's say by March. Okay. No, no. February is sweeps in television. Yeah. Let's say by April. April. Okay. Well, <laughs> yes. We'll hook up in. Okay. So part of my whole exercise in this forty days is I reach out as I want you to know how much I love you, how much I care for you, what you've meant to me, and uh, dude, you are a a beacon of joy. And I mean that it's not like, Oh, Perkin makes Perkle Perkin Perkins makes me laugh. No, man, you bring me joy. And when I thought about doing this for 40 days, I thought, man, I want a little piece of that joy on this ride. So thank you for that. Thank you for continually being my friend. And uh, I love you. And I, and thank you for your time, buddy. Yeah, I, I, I so appreciate that. And again, I, I'm, I'm really getting, it's a hoot hearing you in these podcasts and you're, you're, you, you're really dialed in, man. And, and you have so much great insight and, and it's, 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 
it's nice sponging off you for for a uh, for a half hour or whatever on a drive home or, or on a drive to work. So thank thanks for all all that. And then and then God bless you and your family, man. I I know how much they mean to you, and I I know how awesome they are. So all right, all buddy. Best. All right, buddy. Talk soon. Have a great day at work. Eric Perkins, ladies and gentlemen, um, great dude. If you're uh, <laughs> if you're in any anywhere in the Twin Cities area, man, Care Eleven. That's the NBC affiliate. You can watch him. Uh, and do his thing. If you're on Instagram, it's Perkett Play. Perkett Play on Instagram, and he does this live thing almost every single night uh, before he hits the studio, and it's just freaking hilarious and funny. Um, hey, how are you? I'm JR Man. I'm a spiritual director and mentor, and uh, if you need a spiritual director, why would I need a spiritual director, JR? What the hell is that? I, listen, I'm the guy that helps you with some of the hard conversations or the conversations that need to happen when it comes to decisions or confusion or self-sabotage or you're leaving a rela- or, or you have relationships that are just bent and broken and you want to you want to correct you want to self-correct um, it's not life coaching, man, at the end of the day. I also have a mentor and so people get confused like life coaches do something different than I do. Uh, I'm in it with you like I'm gonna like cut stuff open and help you look at it and really help you understand uh, what what the present reality is and then how to kind of move forward because my kind of my motto is grace with a plan. So um, I'm that guy if you need me. I'd more than happy welcome it. There's numbers and and emails on my website. It's jrman.com, M-A-H-O-N, J-R-M-A-H-O-N.com. I swear to you, I'll pick up the phone if you call me. Um, and if I don't, it just means I'm chatting with somebody and I'll call you right back. But hey, I love you. I appreciate you on the podcast uh, and, and listening and being in on my passion. Thanks a lot. Day 21's tomorrow. Uh, see ya. See ya.